Hi, and welcome to We're in Trouble Now, the podcast where you, the listener, just get to eavesdrop and see what it's like to have a conversation with my mom and I over this here kitchen table. This week, we talk about the weather and all things weather-related. We talk about um, you know what we would spend our millions and millions of dollars on and where mom would live. We talk about the, you know, the pros and cons and the ugly side of TikTok and social media. And then we talk about self-love. We talk about tattooing. We talk about a little bit of everything and kind of plate the plate this episode. So thanks so much for watching. This is We're in Trouble Now. We're in, we're in, we're in trouble now. We're in trouble now. Hi, everyone. This is definitely not our <laughs> third time making this recording. Yes, we're going to pretend like this is the first time and we're Robert's gonna, not glaring yeah, at me. We're going to pretend that this is our first go. Yeah, so good morning, Robert. How are you doing? I'm well. It's, yeah. We're not going to talk about the weather. <laughs> it is raining. And how, and how the Colorado <laughs> River has seen better days or what county is not in a drought. We're going well, <laughs> to stay relevant and entertaining. Well, I think weather is very relevant and entertaining. And it's like I've, I've stated this in the past that I am a complete weather nerd. Mm-hmm. I, I inherited that from my father. Yeah. And it just is very interesting. So the statistic facts, the statistical facts that I like to um reiterate you don't find interesting it's not that i don't find them interesting i just think there's a time and place for them you know know, there's always a time and place for weather robert is there there always is okay i know the best part is when we go to the gym and when we're leaving you're like (laughs) oh well the gym said that we're supposed to be getting some rain and then you contradict you you, then you kind of badmouth the google weather or the (laughs) apple weather you know what? I'm very intrigued by the weather mm. um, channel, whatever they have at the gym, because they show it so often. Yeah. And it's been very accurate mm-hmm. because I have compared, you know, stats on the gym weather TV thing yeah. to the weather on my phone. And it's been not the same. So then I'm like, hmm, I wonder which one's going to be correct. And nine times out of 10, the gym weather has been more accurate than the... Um, the phone one, but there's a third source because I'm so intrigued by this mystery. I know. What is that? Well, that came somewhere out of you. (laughs) It was a little feather. Yeah. We're going to call it a feather. (laughs) So for anybody wondering, I was talking and this thing just floated out of the air. Mm -hmm. It landed on my microphone. Well, we were dusting today. Yeah. Maybe it was like a little sign from heaven from Barbu or Papa. (laughs) So anyway, so little did you know that I actually, because I'm so intrigued by weather, Mm -hmm. if I have conflicting information, Mm -hmm. I will purposely watch the news that evening to see what the weatherman Dallas Rains will say. And he's usually the tiebreaker. He usually, whichever one he goes with is usually correct. He's not the tiebreaker. Oh. Statistically, <laughs> there's two sources that are pointing into one favorable outcome. So you're going to take that one. Well, yeah, because most of the time, you know, truthfully, most of the time he sides with the gym weather, yeah. which really makes me kind of sad that my phone is not, you know, very, very accurate on its weather predictions. Well, it's not. Well, the percentage of rain isn't so much of like if it like chances of rain, it's, it's how much rain is going to be in your area. Well, sometimes the gym weather will be like, it's going to rain. And then I look at my phone and it's like, it's not going to rain. And then it rains. Well, maybe the gym weather is a lot more situated to our current location than the Google. No, because no. it's, 
It's the Weather Channel, oh. and I specifically have it um, programmed to give me Temecula weather. But I did see a little um, option that it has now that I upgraded my phone that it gives me alerts. So it's going to let you know when it's raining. <laughs> yes. Wait, just so, look outside. It's so awesome. I'll be sitting there and I'll be like all intense and, you know, and editing a video and it'll be mm. like, it's going to have light rain in t- approximately 20 minutes. And so I'll stop and then I'll run to the window and I'll be like, Ooh, we've, we've peaked <laughs> as, a, as a society. I cannot believe that you're not more interested I, in your, in the world around you. What do you mean? Well, I don't need a computer to tell me when it's going to rain or not. Okay. You do. And, and you spend a lot of time in your office. A lot of, That's where of you live. If, okay. if you had a bathroom and a refrigerator in there, I would never see you. <laughs> so, and the simple fact that you spend so much time in there because mm-hmm. you work so hard, mm-hmm. um, I feel it is my duty to keep you informed of the world around you. Okay. So then let's, let's take this, let's apply this. Okay. So what are you going to inform me about besides the weather? Did you know mm-hmm. that the one um, Kardashian one, that's not a Kardashian, but a Jenner one. What the fuck <laughs> is this, dude? <laughs> I don't even know the Kardashians. Okay, Why would there I be think, another one? I think it's. Well, the youngest one who has kids with Travis Scott, they broke up. <laughs> Why would... I don't even know who they are. I know who Travis Scott is. Yeah, well, he broke up with his girlfriend. Who was his girlfriend? That one Jenner girl. Kylie. Uh, Kylie Jenner. Yeah, yeah. Well, they broke cares? up. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm just letting you know what's going on in the world. Oh. Okay. And then... um there's other stuff too. What other stuff? Oh, you know what I saw on TikTok, which was actually really interesting. Um, you know where black speech is in, in Hawaii? No, no, no. It's oh, Tory Pines. Yeah. Um, they actually had a huge um, part of the cliff breakaway. Really? Mm-hmm. Black speech? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. You know what black speech is, right? It's a nude beach. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's between, if I remember correctly, I think it's between Solana Beach and Del Mar. Kind of like, but, oh no, between Del Mar and La Jolla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ari and we used to go there. Ari and Andrew used to go there separate, separate times, but they, they, they've been there for like hippie, like psychedelic retreats. Yeah. Yeah. We used to go and, um, we never went down on the beach because it was like too scandalous, mm-hmm. but we would be like, we would be on the cliff and we'd be like, oh, they're naked down there. You had to like Even climb down, down. I thought, mm-hmm. with like a rope. Yeah. Yeah. It was very secluded. Which is why it was a nude beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, a big, um, I, I uh, liked it, so I'll be able to find it. But it there was a, like a big portion of the cliff. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I saw in Hawaii, there was a big wave competition. It was probably like on Oahu. There was a big wave um, competition. Mm-hmm. And there was a sneaker wave that came and, and came up and like hurt a lot of people. Really? A lot of people who were watching the event. Yeah. It like swept away and... Um, you had like a sneaker wave is kind of like a really mini tsunami. It was like a five yeah. foot wave and you just came in and like swept out a lot of people. Yeah. Cause they're really powerful, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people got hurt. Yeah. yeah. Remember when we were, um, on our road trip mm-hmm. and they had all those warnings. Yeah. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. Boy, I tell you, I kept a good look on that ocean when I was there. You take a good look on the ocean. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, nobody's sneaking up on me, including that ocean. Yeah. Yeah. That was such a fun trip. I really enjoyed that trip. It was a long time ago. Gosh, like, oh. Let's see if I can get my phone. 
Yeah, because... Bar- I still had long hair there. Yeah, because Barbu had passed away. Mm-hmm. And I was just getting sober-ish. Mm, I was sober. No, it was, it was past that. Yeah, you, you'd been sober. Yeah, for... Because we had already done a couple of trips to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So what, five years ago, I'm going to say? Um, because... Photo right here. It was on 2016. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, so three, seven two. years. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That was pretty, a fun trip. Pretty wild, right? Yeah. Time flies. Yeah, it really does. And I was, um, because I was actually down in La Jolla mm-hmm. on Friday and there were so many seashells. It reminded me of when we were on Half Moon Bay. Okay. And remember with all that sea glass? Yeah. So, I mean, it was a crazy amount of shells because really? a lot of times when we go to Oceanside yeah. um, for like our Christmas bonfires and I'll walk up and down the beach and, you know, I see a shell here and there, but there was just like, I don't know, man, rich people can afford a lot of shells. Yeah. I don't think that's why there's shells at the beach, <laughs> but it's a pretty good. I mean, it's a good assumption. Yeah. And the cleanest beach I think I've ever been on in a very long time. Loyal is a really nice area. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. You know, because I was telling you, I actually worked there for many years, yeah. but I worked at, um, at the bank, at the bank. Yeah. yeah. But I worked, um, it was in downtown La Jolla okay. and I drove by that, the turn that I went to go to the cove yeah. every single day. Mm-hmm. And I never went there. And that was the first time I had been to that beach at La Jolla Cove. Mm-hmm. And it was absolutely beautiful. It's cool, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah the, it's a, it is a really clean beach. It's a really cool surf spot. People are really nice. It's easy parking. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. I really like it. Yes. And then um, because my fantasy has always been like getting um, a condo in New York. Sure. And, you know, moving there because I always watch the TikToks of like realtors showing mm-hmm. apartments and I'm always like, mm, I could live there. Mm, no, I couldn't live there. And mm-hmm. I always like fantasize it. Well, after Friday, I have decided that in lieu of moving to New York, which I would just travel to and, and mm-hmm. stay there for, you know, a week or so. Sure. Um, I would love to buy a little bungalow in La Jolla. Okay. Now, why? Now, why would you like what's the pros and cons? Um, you know what? It was just such a cool vibe mm-hmm. and it was such a clean area. It's a really and, cool area. Yeah. And I mean, I wouldn't want a, a house right on the beach. Sure. You know, to me, that's just a little, I mean, it would be great. We wouldn't be able to afford it. I mean, those, ha- those, those houses on the beach are like $25 million. Yeah, I know. Okay. So, I mean, the whole thing is, is like, why, why limit yourself to what your dreams can be? No, I'm saying, but like. Well, if I could afford a bungalow in mm. La Jolla, I would be able to afford one on the beach. Because what's the difference between ten million and twenty million? Oh, okay. See what I'm saying? Okay. Because I'm not financing this; I'm paying cash. Okay. So, and this is like I always say: dream big, you know, be big. Oh, okay. Oh, you know, okay. dream big, be okay. big. So this is this is like a like if you like um, invented. Uh, no, you like, know what? Like, okay, let's just say like Mr. Beast. He, he okay. could afford a house on the, the water. You know, there there's YouTubers out there that make just hand over fist money. Sure. And if if and when I become one of those and yeah. I have a very substantial income, yeah. there's no reason why I couldn't afford a little bungalow in La Jolla. Okay, that's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, to me, it's like I can't work as hard as I work mm-hmm. to be mediocre. Okay. You know, I, to me, it's like I, I look at the big picture okay. and, and I just don't want to, you know, 
just always be like, oh, yeah, you know, um, you know, I, I don't know. To me, it's like when I finally decided to get into this and to actually be this, mm-hmm. I'm like, there is, there's the only thing that's holding me back is me. Sure. And if I dream big like that, then it's, it's more motivation to, you know, make that second channel, okay. you know, yeah, I understand. stay up later and, yeah. and make more videos and yeah. do lives and stuff like that. Okay. That's fair. That's understandable. Yeah. So getting back to my dream that oh. you tried to start. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not crushing your dream. I just want to make sure that you're not making unfavorable purchases because we don't need a big house and the houses no. that are on the Hoyer are like 18,000 square feet. No, you see, that's just the beauty of it mm-hmm. is like when I was driving to the cove, there yeah. are some like 1940 bungalows. Really? Yeah. There's some, um, I don't want one of those like huge palaces up on a cliff that looks like, you know, yeah. a hotel. I would just love to have like a little, like maybe three bedroom, two, kind of like what Pop and Barbu used to have. Okay. That's fair. You know, I'm Googling houses in La Jolla. Okay. So uh, we, here's a two bedroom, two bath, 1800 square foot condo. Mm-hmm. Do you want a condo? Well, how much is it? Uh, 2.5. Uh, it's, it's two and a half million dollars. Okay. Um, it's in a condo. Yeah. I don't know how close it is to the ocean. How about this one? Okay. This one right here is three bedroom, two bath, 1800 square feet, uh, condo. Uh, it's, it's like, a, it's its own separate unit. Mm-hmm. For one point six million. Okay. It looks it looks pretty retro. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So the only thing is, is like, um, I mean, I always worry about Indy, even though she doesn't go outside unless I go outside with yeah. her. But yeah, you know what? It's like I'm sitting there and I was looking at like twenty million dollar apartments in New York, mm-hmm. and it was so weird, Robert. I don't know if I can explain this well, but I mean, I've always wanted like an apartment in New York. Sure. And, um, but I always thought about like me living in New York. Mm -hmm. I I couldn't really jump on the vibe, but I absolutely 100% felt like I could be 100% happy with a little, like I said, like a little 1500 square foot, you know, maybe about this size house in a part of La Jolla that was built in the like forties or fifties. I think you totally do that. Yeah. And I just, you know, and I mean, I don't want a neighbor right on top of me, but I don't need like acres and acres. But there were some really beautiful houses. And, you know, like I said, it's like if you can't dream, that's just the problem is as I think as a society, sometimes we get kind of like poo-pooed when we say like, ooh. When you dream big. When you dream big. You know. That's understandable. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I think that people have a tendency to squash other people's dreams because one they can't imagine it themselves. Yeah. And two, they, they get like, well, if I don't have it, I don't want you to have it kind of mentality. Yeah, I could see that. I can see that. Or like people are just like you say, just, just naysayers. Yeah. You know, you know, I see that all the time and, and you know what? And even if I didn't go to La Jolla, maybe it would be Del Mar, you yeah. know, or and this is the first time since I've moved away from Encinitas mm-hmm. that I've actually thought about moving back to the coast. I think La Jolla is a cooler vibe than Encinitas. I do. I, yeah. And the I can't. vibe in Encinitas is weird. You know what? And I absolutely 100% mm-hmm. agree with that. And it's, um, and it makes me sad because it, it wasn't that way when mm-hmm. I was. Um, I think just people moved in and made it weird. Yeah, it's like so, it's almost like Venice Beach. It's very, I, I don't want to say elitist, but it's very like, mm, yeah, kind of like thing. Yeah, I'd much rather move in La Jolla. Yeah, I, to me, it's like almost like 
Yeah, I, I'm like I said, or or Del Mar, yeah. or you here's know. a six bedroom, nine bath, six thousand five hundred square foot home. Yeah, for nine point two million. See, that's that's cheaper than the condos that I was looking for in New York. You were really looking for condos in New York. Yeah, really, because I wanted a view of of um, Central Park. Okay, you know, and I mean, to me, it's like where I where I saw myself was like on a snowy, wintry day, mm-hmm. just having the snow falling outside of your your window and having a fireplace going and, you know, and just being in your condo and it's just, to me, that was my vibe. And, but I just couldn't, to me, it's like, then I'm like, well, what happens if Indy has to go to the bathroom? You just take her downstairs. Yeah. Well, some of the, um, more expensive condos Mm -hmm. actually have, um, balconies. Oh really? Yeah. That I figured, you know, I could put like a little fake grass spot for emergencies maybe like fake grass poop station i don't know she's a very i mean you'd have to worry about getting her to new york well we would have to drive yeah there's no you've never if you've never driven across country have you Mm -mm. no either that or i would just buy her own plane ticket and you'd you'd have to ship her you'd have to put her in a crate shit no i would buy her a ticket and she would sit next to me that's not i don't think that's how it works does it because when she doesn't have a, a passport or a driver's license you couldn't buy her a ticket well, I would figure, I, I guess if I could afford that condo, I can afford my own plane. Yeah, if you can so. afford a $25 million condo, <laughs> you can afford a private plane. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, it's I, it's interesting because you, like you say, you, like, you dream big and think mm-hmm. big. And I don't, it's not that I don't dream big or think big, but I would have no desire to, you know, buy something lavish like that. I'm a very financially responsible person. So maybe that's why I kind of like, I don't want to say poo-pooed your idea, but I was just like, um, you know, questioned it. See, I don't think real estate is lavish. Okay. You know, I think real estate is a be- is a really cool investment. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, truthfully, it's like, um, I mean, if when I get there, because I refuse to say if. Okay. Um, when I get there, it's like, you know, do you? I, I would just give you this house. Yeah. And it's kind of already mine, so. The office is yours. What? When's the last time that you picked up dog poop or put out the trash I don't need cans? to. I've got the help to do it. <laughs> that, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I was just thinking realistically. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice if, because I know Brandon wants to travel and do his fishing thing to, mm-hmm. you know, get him a sprinter van so he could go and do his thing. And, yeah. you know, you would have this house. And then it's like, you know what? So, I mean, I don't know if I want to move across country, but I think like a little, like I said, just like my own little bungalow in La Jolla, it felt, yeah. it just felt right. Have you ever seen any of the scenery in uh, Wyoming? Wyoming would be cool. Very cold. Yeah, but that's what jackets and heaters are for. You just said you were gonna, you wanted a New York apartment so you can watch the snowfall. Snow is cold. Yes, but also too, I would be in my apartment. Well, the house is not viable. Yeah, you know what? Truthfully, I don't know. I mean, maybe I would want a ranch. I don't know. It just to me, it was just it was just one of those things when I was down in La Jolla that it was the first time, like I said, since I've moved away from the beach. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I could do this. Okay. You know, and I mean, I am by no means packing my bags nor, you know, wasting anybody's time looking for anything. Mm -hmm. But it's also too, I know that that's where I would like this adventure to go. Now, if you were, let's just say like you did it, 
mm-hmm. and you had the money, would you get your license again and just kind of represent yourself or would you have an agent do it? Oh, I would have an agent do it. Really? There's just, you know what, truthfully, because I, I follow enough people on Facebook that yeah. are still in the industry yeah. and the industry has changed so much in the really? year. Really? Since you sold real mm-hmm. estate? Really? Yeah. There's new contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's new, um, there's new laws, there's new disclosures. Yeah. And you know what? And truthfully, if I had that much money, I wouldn't want to take somebody else's income away just to say, you know, yeah. But like, let's just say it's like $10 million. Yeah. That commission's like 200 K. Yeah. You know, you could be saving 200 K. Yeah. But that's just the whole thing. It's, it's like, you know, so I save 200,000 and I do a wrong disclosure, mm. you know, I save two or like a wrong write up or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, or I represent myself and something goes south and mm-hmm. I'm trying to defend myself in the court of law and they're going to be like, why didn't you do this? And I'll be like, well, I was trying to save money now, yeah. you know, okay. to me, it's like, you know, it's like, it would, I look at it this way, Robert, it would be like, let's just say I had to, um, be represented by an attorney. Yeah. It'd be like, well, I'm going to go to school really quick, get my license and then represent myself just to save my well, attorney. Getting fee. a bar, getting passing the bar and getting a real estate license are different things. I understand the analogy, Mm -hmm. but it's, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean the whole truth. And I mean, and I really wouldn't want to be, because I saw people all the time, Robert, bitching, moan and groan and complain about paying real estate agents their fees. Mm -hmm. And yeah, some of them write it in and some of them phone it in. But you know, the agents that I have in mind are, you know, long-term friends that I know work really hard. And, um, who would you have either Tony Brewer or Jamie Burrell? Okay. I can see both. Yeah. Yeah. Both would be cool. Both of them are really good. And I think that both of them would represent me in the, in a ferocious way. Yeah. And truthfully, again, you know, I know I was always insulted every time somebody attacked my escrow fee. Sure. You know, and I'm like, I am working really hard to make sure that this transaction is done in a lawful manner. Yeah. And you're bitching at me because I'm charging you to print up your 300 pages of loan docs that your lender won't print up. Yeah. Or your, or the HOA. The thing yeah. that was crazy was the HOA fees yeah. or the HOA um, printing fees. They're like, why am I paying $300 for the HOA docs? And they're like, well, talk to your HOA, dude. Yeah. Because your HOA just emailed me 400 pages, mm-hmm. you know, that I am obligated to, I don't know yeah. why it's my responsibility, but yeah, no, yeah. there's just a whole lot to it. And I just, again, it's like, if I'm blessed to be able to do that, yeah. I wouldn't, um, I, I wouldn't think twice about it. And also too, if you stop to think about it, if I'm buying those properties, mm-hmm. the seller is paying that commission fee. Yeah, that's fair. You know? Yeah. And there is absolutely no reason. I mean, a lot of that's, t- an under- that's understandable. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. You know, because sometimes like realis- realtors, when they buy their own properties, mm-hmm. they'll be like, instead of the commission, they just take you know, credit. lower the price reduction. Yeah. But you know what? It's again, if you can afford three million. You can kind of spit it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's understandable. You know, to me, it's all like if, you know, like I said, I just would want to be able to be like, hey, you know what? I'm fortunate. You mm-hmm. work hard. I worked hard and, yeah. and, and helped me buy a house. Okay. That's only, you know, and truthfully, that's only if I bought something here locally. Yeah. I mean, and I love them dearly. And I would, you know, truthfully, what I would do is I would go to them and have them find a realtor in the area. Mm-hmm. But I'm very adamant about if I go to New York, I want a New York realtor. If oh, I could, yeah. If well, I, they, well, they can't, you couldn't find a California real estate. No, but they could get a referral fee. Oh, sure, 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 sure. They could be the one who finds the realtor. Yeah. You know, 
um, or if I go up north, I would want a realtor up north. Okay, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. And I'm very particular because, um, you know, I know a lot of realtors have that rock star mentality, and mm-hmm. I just couldn't put up with that. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Well, a lot of people, a lot of people have that though. Yeah, don't tell me your shit don't stink just because yeah. you sell real estate. Yeah, people are, people are weird. Yeah, people are odd. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really cool. So the reason I was down in La Jolla was, is um, I'm actually started a second YouTube channel of just visiting destinations and giving a point of view, I guess, is that what it's called, Robert? Yeah. Where, where, so. yeah, where I just, um, I film the entire time I'm there and then I'm starting a channel. The name of the channel is called Emotional Baggage. Yeah. And it's just a way for me to force myself to um, take some time out mm-hmm. and enjoy something that I enjoy. Yeah, do something other than, you know. Constant. Even though I'm creating, I'm creating something that's relaxing mm-hmm. and it makes me relaxed while I'm doing yeah, it. And it's out of your, like, your realm of like expertise almost in a way. Mm-hmm. So it's forcing you to kind of like more like drop in the moment. Cause you yeah. can't, cause like with fashion and like your TikToks and Instagram, you, you've done it so much. It's like muscle memory. Mm-hmm. This one, I think it forces you a little bit more to like think and kind of be dropped in. Well, what I noticed, um, because I filmed so far, I filmed one out at Callaway winery. Yeah. Um, I filmed at La Jolla Cove. So yeah. I parked and then I walked all the way to the pier and then yeah. I stayed at the pier for a while and I walked all the way back. Yeah. So that's going to be two episodes. But what I did while I was walking, mm-hmm. I made myself drop into a relaxing kind of mode yeah. because that's the energy I want to portray sure. on my video. Yeah. So like if I was like, oh my gosh, I got to get this film because I have like 400 different things I have to do. Yeah. Then I felt like the the, the filming video was rushed. Yeah. Yeah. So by forcing myself in order to try to film something relaxing, it forces me to relax. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. So like tomorrow, since it's going to be raining, I'm going to head out to, I thought Long Shadow would be really pretty. Now where in Long Shadow would you walk around? Just everywhere from the horses to the goats, to mm-hmm. the barn, to, okay. you know, um, just different aspects. Are they open of on it. Mondays? Oh, I would imagine so. I don't think any of them are closed. I think they're all open seven days a week. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. And then I actually printed up, um, the winery maps. Yeah. Yeah. I saw. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot more, there's a lot of new ones since, um, we quit our, our tour job. Oh yeah. They're open 11 AM to five. Yeah. And when I was telling you what I was going to be doing tomorrow, I forgot mm-hmm. I have to do that. So the list never ends. Huh? The list never ends. So I'll get up and I'll record my, my skincare mm-hmm. and then I'll go record long shadow. Then I'll go to the dentist. Then I'll go to the stores. Yeah. Oh. Are you excited about going to the dentist? Yeah, I am. You know what? I it, it's for. Um, I was really disappointed in myself that I haven't been back. Yeah. Because um, when I was drinking, I didn't have any dental care. Yeah. You know, I never took care of myself, and my gums really suffered the consequences of mm-hmm. that. And this last year, um, I found myself slipping back into that, like, oh, I just have to take care of my, you know. I'm too busy to take care of myself yeah. and it was triggering me too much feeling like I wasn't having that same self care. Yeah. Like when I was drinking. Understandable. So, um, once I actually made the appointment and I'm going, it really helps my mental health. I bet. Yeah. I, I, I don't mind the dentist and I know, I know a lot of people don't like it. I, I really don't mind it. See, I don't mind it. It's, um, it's, 
I feel I'm a little apprehensive because it's been a year. Mm-hmm. And I know like when I went the very first time after the years of addiction, it took a lot. It was really hard walking in there yeah. because I felt like I was to that part of my sobriety where I was really, um, I was proud of myself mm-hmm. and I was really ashamed of my teeth. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that. That was yeah. kind of like a bitter reminder of kind of the person that you were, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm all like, yeah, I need to have my teeth cleaned. And they took one look at my mouth. They're like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so the thing is, is like, they're like, well, you need dental surgery. You know, you've mm. lost so much bone. Um, there's, you have to like have, take part of it out of your hip and we're going to put it in your jaw. Oh, really? Yeah, it was that bad. And I'm like, no, no, I'll, I will get this back. And they're like, no, you don't understand. People mm. don't change like that. Yeah. You know, there's no way to get it back. And I'm like, watch me. Mm-hmm. And over the years, it has gone back to the point where I have very, I still have that periodontal issue, but yeah. it was very minimal. And, um, I think one of the things, and if I remember correctly, one of the reasons why I quit going is because the hygienist was such a, um, such a important part of my journey back that she was like, she was just encouraging. She yeah. did a really good job cleaning and something happened to her and she quit. Oh, really? Yeah. She went, she was um, at first she was, um, on a, an extended leave yeah, and they wouldn't say why. Really? And then, um, so I had other dental hygienists clean my teeth and I'm like, you're not doing it right. Yeah. You know, you're not cleaning it well enough. Yeah. So I kind of just like suffered through a couple of cleanings and then finally like, yeah, she's never coming back. Really? And I could never find out what happened to her. Wow. And then I'm like, well, I'm not going to sit there and have these people just like, you know, fucking poke at my teeth and so it's one thing led to the other but anyway I know I don't know what happened to her but I have to just realize that my dental journey is more about me liking the hygienist sure so yeah but also too it also has a little bit of a connection with that with that recovery Mm -hmm. you know because you really you really um liked and admired that the dental hygienist that Mm kind of like reminisced with your recovery and with your sobriety I can I can see why that meant a lot to you. Yeah, and also too, like again, you have an addictive personality. So once you find something you like, it's it's understandable for you to be like, no, this is my dental hygienist. Yeah, because I have the same thing. I have certain parking spots. I've got certain people. You know, I, I'm very particular in a lot of ways, and I and I absolutely resonate with that. Yeah, yeah. So no, it was just. In, I I think what really got to me is like every night when I went to bed. I had kind of like a little sigh and a little bit of a disappointment that I had not made my dental appointment. And that got to be a little bit was just like, no, you can't keep doing that to yourself. So yeah, I'm excited. Well, everything should be fine. It's not like, you know, it's not like we drink a lot of sugary drinks or, you know, eat a lot of candy and stuff. You know, I I don't think I'm going to get a, um, a glowing review, but I don't think it's going to be like the first time. Yeah. You know, I still have excellent dental care. Mm -hmm. You know, I floss my teeth every night, Mm -hmm. you know, so I've still maintained that um, that reg- that regiment mm-hmm. that I did to get my my teeth looking better. That's understandable. So yeah. I, I'm not expecting horrible news, but I'm not like I said, I'm not expecting to walk out with like the gold star. Yeah, yeah like here's your keys to the office. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. So yeah, I haven't been in about a year either. I should probably I should probably go as well. Yeah. I mean, it's so much easier. And that's just the thing. It's just so you're with your dental um, visits. It's so much easier to maintain your teeth mm-hmm. than to fix your teeth. Yeah. 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 That's what I say. So that's what I'm doing tomorrow. Good. Yeah. <laughs> just in case y'all were wondering. Just in wondering. case I was wondering. Yeah. yeah. So I was going to tell you, and I wanted your, um, 
your opinion on sure. this, Robert. Okay. So th- last night I was watching some um, TikToks as I was falling asleep. Okay. And I saw a TikTok of a creator who was, I would have say, approximately my age. Sure. And she was almost in tears. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, like, this is the fifth video that she's had to do in response to people being mean to her yeah. over her age. Sure. Okay, so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to see what she has to say. And she was basically um, explaining her herself. She okay. was like, well, you know what? I don't use filters and I don't have cosmetic surgery. And, and I use this product because I don't like my my brow here. And I don't, I use this product cause I don't like this wrinkle here. And, yeah. and she was in tears. And what I want to ask you about is it, it, and excuse my language, but it fucking pissed me off. Why? It pissed me off because I'm like, why are you fucking apologizing for your age? Mm-hmm. Why are you crying and not mad? Yeah. You know? And so I was like, I started my, my comment like 12 times because mm-hmm. I was like, part of me was pissed at these people for, for trying to attack her for her age. Yeah. And part of me was pissed for her for not fighting back, yeah. you know? And then, so I'm like, okay, Lonnie, calm down. Not everybody can be as aggressive as you. Yes. And so I watched the video again and she point blank stated right in the video that she has a very, um, non confrontational personality. Sure. So do you think that that is why people pick on her so much? Or do you think it's just because of the way she looks? Or do you think, I mean, because part of me, I'm very fortunate on my platform. Mm -hmm. You know, I have mean comments. Sure, we all get mean comments. But I've never had to be like, I guess I've never felt that vulnerable. Yeah, well, maybe she doesn't have a sounding board like, like you do. You know, if somebody says a mean comment and you come to me and you're like, oh, this person said that. We're like, well, fuck that person. You're like, yeah, fuck them. Whereas she may not, you know, she also may not be the fact that she admitted that she uses certain cosmetics or certain things to fix certain parts of her body means that I think she's a little bit more Mm self-conscious of her age and her getting older, which opens her up for more criticism. And, you know, obviously it must make her feel um, different or, you know, worse for for trying to explain it so i think it's just different scenarios okay i think it's just different circumstances with different people you know you may have you may be a little more self-confident with your transition to like getting older where she doesn't where she's trying to like maybe she's trying to do these tiktoks to kind of maybe feel more comfortable with getting older yeah and i think she's just getting i think i think it's kind of like a chicken and the egg thing you know i think her these comments are making her have low self-esteem and because she has low self-esteem the comments are hurting more yeah you know i don't know it made me sad that well it made me sad that she's letting these people um i mean i I have more emotions than just anger Mm -hmm. but it made me sad that she's letting these people have so much control over her her energy you know but, and that's just the whole thing. It's, it's like, you know, there, it's really no different for her and her age getting picked on for somebody who has, you know, body positivity, mm-hmm. you know, there's creators out there who I really have respected and followed for a long time who just get called horrible names for their body, yeah. you know? And it's, I guess, anytime that you go on social media and you expose yourself to these ridicules, you have mm. to be kind of like, not everybody's going to be supportive. I would say it, I would say it's almost the opposite, mm-hmm. especially with TikTok, because TikToks are rather um, 
I don't want to say it's a poisonous app in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of positivity, sure, 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 but there's also a lot of people who are going on there for malicious intent. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people going on there for like, you know, for the wrong reasons and spreading the wrong kind of energy. So, I, you know, you, you think you kind of have to mentally prepare for both sides. You have to yeah. mentally prepare for people being like, oh, this is really good content or people being like, this is really bad content and you're a bad person. Yeah. You know, like it's weird. I saw this one TikTok. I love the, the one TikTok I like the most is this one guy. He'll go up to like street vendors and stuff like that. Yeah. And he'll be like, oh, man, these are really good tacos. I'll pay for, uh, uh, you know, for one hour, I'll pay for everybody's tacos. And so they, they advertise like free tacos and everyone comes in and, you know, the, the vendors are really happy. You know, he gives them like $600, $700 and he gives them like a $1,000 tip. Yeah. The customers are really happy and it's a really good message. And then like you scroll down one more video and then it's like people who are like, being mean to other people or people who are trying to cancel other people mm-hmm. like it's this weird like it's this weird kind of mentality yeah you know, with tiktok well i saw this one thing too it's like a creator was stating how it's how emotionally taxing it is because you if you're just sitting there and you're scrolling through mm-hmm. tiktoks you can go from you know positive yeah. messages like that to seeing an abused animal totally. back to this cute little dancing puppy mm-hmm. to you know this horrible message and it emotionally takes you on a roller coaster and it's almost to the point where it's like, do you think that that's part of like the addictive draw? It's like, what am I going to get next? Kind of thing. So it's very similar to like, well, I think, I think sensationalism like that sells. I mean, look at the news, everything's kind of depressing and people are like, I don't know. I think they're, that's what they enjoy. You know, what's funny that you mentioned that is because, um, because remember I tell you about that one creator, um, the makeup influencer, because I'm st- who with the, um, the mascara. Oh, sure. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. So there's this huge makeup influencer and she is, um, she did, um, for mascara yeah. and she was like, it was a paid promotion okay. and she, um, did an ad stating that these are, this is the best mascara ever. You know, nobody's ever going to be able to do better. And it showed her like in the very beginning yeah. putting it on and then it like, um, clipped away and came back and all of a sudden she has these huge lashes. Oh, wow. Well, she put on false eyelashes. Oh, okay. And TikTok got wind of that. Yeah, because that's, I mean, that's you know, false advertising. It's false yeah. advertisement. So yeah. people were calling her out. They're like, you put falsies on. Sure. And she's like, no, I didn't. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you did. She's yeah. like, no, I didn't. mascara doesn't grow eyelashes, right? You know, it, it, and a lot, it's huge. It's all over my For You page. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people were like, you know what? This is really good mascara, mm-hmm. but it's not that good. Yeah. You know, it, it does a good job, but it's yeah. not going to make it look like this because people are so intent on finding the truth that they like took a steel frame and then they blew it up to the point where it's only her lash you can see. Yeah. And you can clearly see like her regular lash with yeah. the, the false lashes on okay. top. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. And Instead of her being like, yeah, you know what? I wore false lashes. Mm -hmm. You know, she's denying it. And that's where people are getting upset. She's like doubling down. She's doubling and she's gone. You know, this is the second time that it's been the culture counter cancel culture with her over things like this. And she'll be gone for months and then she'll come back. But so, oh, sorry. So anyway, my, my whole point of this story is, Mm -hmm. is that I saw another TikToker be like, do you want to know why, you know, it's like this? Mm-hmm. She's because they said that in the makeup industry, it's the drama that sells the makeup. That's fair. It's the sensationalism. Yeah. It's this and it's that, that makes the most, yeah. most sales. Makes it's, sense. And because everybody's talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. So it reminded me of that statement. That's that understandable. Said. So, um, so I was going to, I was going to leapfrog off of that one, mm-hmm. but when it comes to mascara, yes. W- 
I, I, I find when I, when I look for like in a woman, I think things that I find attractive. One thing that I, I don't particularly care for is when their their eyelashes are like really uh, thick. Yeah. Not like they look like spider legs yeah. kind of thing. Is that a fashion trend or is that just poor application? Well, what it was is like um, because I, I do have false lashes yeah. that I put on for the very first time, but mine are very minimal. Sure. Okay. But there are lash extensions that yeah. became extremely popular that just seem to be getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, because they're rather thick and they're, you can't not look at them. Like, because yeah. I, I, think, I think eyes are a very attractive mm-hmm. feature in a woman. Um, but when I'm looking at her eyes, I don't like, I see these like Venus flytrap yeah. looking things. And, yeah. and I've always been curious if that was like somebody who just doesn't know how to apply mascara or if that's like, that was the look they were going for. That is not mascara. That it would be false. So it's false eyelashes. Yeah. Oh, okay. But they're per- the, because you can actually go and get like semi-permanent false eyelashes. Oh, you can. Oh. Yeah. Where they take that technique of like what I do in my bathroom. Mine's actually, um, it's kind of cool because the eyeliner that I use, yeah. it's, um, magnetic. Okay. So I'd put on a real thin line and then my false lashes like connect to that. Really? Yeah. Doesn't hurt your eyes at all? No, no, no. It's, it's all makeup safe. Okay. And then otherwise you have to glue, you use a glue Yeah. that's like non-toxic and it comes right off. Sure. But, um, a permanent eyelashes mm-hmm. are where you go and the glue that they use is like, you don't go for like every month, every 45 days. Oh, really? So it's really intense. Yeah. And it got to the point where the, the trend and the look was just the super heavy, like you said, like yeah. kind of like spiders, almost like caterpillars crawling yeah. across your, your eyelids. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that look. Well, there's a, you know, it really all depends on, on the makeup because I know like, you can have like a real natural looking makeup. You can yeah. have like a natural looking makeup with just like a little pop to it. Yeah. And then there's some where it's just like, just like color everywhere yeah. and, and like massive eyes. And it really depends on the person. And okay. That's fair. Yeah. I guess, I guess it comes down to more my personal opinion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It would be like, you know, like people have um, like your opinion on how you think, women how they wear their hair sure you know some people prefer longer hair and some people don't and it's the same thing like with men i like beards i think a man with a beard is very attractive there's other women out there that are like that's the most disgusting thing i've ever heard of so it really depends on you and and what aesthetic that you're attracted to like Mm -hmm. i was saying i i you know i have never worn mascara i have no idea so i didn't know if that was a thing or if that was just an accidental thing yeah now would you ever wear makeup I mean, yeah, I have before uh, for when I was on the news and stuff, but yeah. I, would, I would never do it for a day, like a like a day thing. So can I ask you, what what's your opinion of men who do wear makeup? I'm all for it, man. Okay. Go for it. Go crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing, though. It's like, I was, I know, and like X, X made a really good point when I was like 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, he was like, I live my life a lot like, um, like a, like a, somebody who comes to like, your, your door, you know, like, like, um, I said it wrong. He's like, I'm all for everybody doing whatever you guys want as long and up until you try to sell me on something or you try to right. convert me on something. He's like, if you want to be, be religious, be religious. If you want to be this, be that, you know, he's like, it does not bother me until you try to convert me or try to sell me on it. Yeah. So like if people want to wear makeup, that, I mean, it makes no, it doesn't hurt me at all. I don't care. You know, like whatever makes you happy that you should not be 
my opinion should not warrant you to do or not do something. So why do you think that people get so insulted? As a man, why do you think other men get so insulted and mean when men do wear makeup? I think it's um, maybe a self, uh, self-conscious issue. I think it's maybe the men wearing makeup challenge their cultural masculinity? norms. No, I wouldn't say masculinity. I think it's a cultural norm. Okay. Men are culturally accepted, I think, to be that rugged, t- tough type, and makeup has been marketed to be a very feminine product. Mm-hmm. And I think that challenges their, their perspective on what a men sh- man should look like. Yeah. Um, and, and it's the craziest thing. And, and I'm not, I'm not there for it. You know, people wear, wear whatever you want. You yeah. Wear, and like also too, like that's the thing though too, is those same people who are like, oh, men shouldn't wear makeup, love actors. And if you don't, if you don't think for one second that a male actor isn't wearing makeup, like on an interview or in a movie, oh, yeah. you're insane. Yeah. You know? So like it makes, it's a double standard and it doesn't make sense. And you wear whatever you want. I, I mean, I think I look good while wearing makeup. Yeah. I like how my complexion looks with my with my um, foundation and things like that. I, I enjoy wearing it. I, I don't do it anymore just because of my, my mustache. Now, have you ever thought about getting like, um, it's called a BB cream yeah. and it's just basically face lotion mm-hmm. with a tint to it. So it just kind of like, t- it kind of smooths out your complexion. To be honest with you, I, w- I would be totally down for that if I wasn't so lazy when it comes to application. <laughs> like I got lotion I should be putting on my body every day and I don't. Yeah. I just, you know, if, it's, if there's a corner to be cut, I'll cut it. And so See, it's, it's not so much that like I wouldn't want to do something like that. It's just that it's one more step that I don't want to do. Yeah. Now, would you ever be opposed? Like, cause I've been doing a lot more makeup on my mm-hmm. YouTubes. Would yeah. you ever be opposed to me applying my, once I get my makeup down perfect yeah. and I have like a new makeup routine, yeah. would you ever be opposed to me putting that on? I you? don't care. As long as it don't make me look like a clown. No, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be like a joke. Okay. I mean, it would just truthfully be like how you would put makeup on a male. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Without being like, because, I mean, truthfully, and I know that I, I have done this to myself where yeah. I always come across as the joker and, yeah. you know, I laugh, you know, you go for the, sometimes I think you take the low hanging fruit and yeah. I think that's the comedy aspect. Yeah. Because yeah. whenever I'm insecure, I, I fall back sure. on the simple fact it's that I'm funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I take my channel very seriously. Sure. And so it wouldn't be like, let's see how funny we can make Robert look. Exactly. It would be, it would be a really concerted effort. More of like an educational video yeah. for males who are thinking about applying makeup. Yeah. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Like I said, I have, I have no qualm. I mean, there's really nothing that anybody could do to themselves that would make me other than the, po- other than the point of like physical harm on somebody, mm-hmm. however they want to live and however they want to dress is perfectly okay. I know. You know, the last thing, the last thing anybody should be doing is asking for other people's opinion when it comes to how they want to express themselves. Exactly. You know, I know because a lot of people ask me, they'd be like, what do you think about face tattoos? I'm like, I think they're fucking awesome. Yeah. They're super cool. You know? Yeah. And, and to me, there's no right or wrong on self-expression. Yeah. Yeah, know. especially because it's not your face, you know, exactly. you'd be like, well, how, well, Lonnie, how do you feel about face tattoos? You're like, well, I mean, this is how I feel about my tattoo, but you can get your tattoo face. I don't care. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I think it's, it's weird how people justify their actions through the response of others. Right. You know, it's really cool, Robert, is because you were, I, you know, I've always said I've always wanted like freckles yeah. and that's like the one face tattoo I think mm-hmm. I'd really get. I actually came across a makeup tutorial mm-hmm. on how to give yourself a freckled look. Oh, cool. And I think that that would be a really cool thing to try out yeah. before I actually go. I was going to say, would you ever get your freckle tattoos? Yeah. You got to go to Adam's girlfriend or Adam's wife. I would either go to Adam's wife or I would have um, Austin do them for me because he did his girlfriend. Yeah, but he didn't like that though. He said, he said his girlfriend had to like convince him. 
Well, that's because he doesn't like tattooing at home. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't think he, I don't, I think also too, I think he says he doesn't want it, the word to get out because he's so good at it. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't tell anybody. <laughs> um, I actually, I think the next time that we do go to him, yeah. I'm going to have my, my shoulder tattoo connected to the one behind my ear. Oh, so cool. I would have him go, go up, up the side of, side of my neck. That's sick. Yeah. I got a lot of work to do before I get to my neck. Yeah. I'm excited for it though. Yeah. I figure, you know what? It's like by the time that we're really ready, um, mm. he'll be hopefully opening up his books again. Yeah. Hopefully by, yeah, hopefully by the time he does open up his books, we'll be able to take like, I'd like to, this time I'd like to take about 15, 16 appointments. Yeah. You know, in real honesty about at least 10. Yeah. Cause we got four or five last time. And I'd like about 10. I would probably take like maybe one or two. Yeah, that's you it. Know, truthfully, yeah, because truthfully, I'm running out of um, room. Well, it's not that I'm running out of room. It's just I don't want to. I don't know. I mean, at least two to three then. Because yeah. I mean, there's other things I can do. But I just know that from here on out, I mean, I got 12 tattoos last year. Yeah. And I just know, I think I'm at that point of my tattoo journey where I can be a little bit more. Um, particular sure that's fair you know what i mean yeah you know and that's because the spots that i would be tattooing are very visible and very um yeah. very statement it's interesting oriented. when we first heard about austin and we just went to go get tattooed mm -hmm. i was really opposed against the american traditional mm -hmm. tattoo style I, I never really was a fan i thought that's what you wanted and that's why we found him no yeah no i liked his work but up until then, I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, I, I never really stood. I never saw the idea of American traditional. Like, I never really was like, oh, I can't wait to get this. Because back in, back in when I was younger, I wanted like full um, designs and things like that. And, you know, it, my tattoo preference was completely different than what it is now. See, I will debate you mm -hmm. on that because okay. we specifically asked for an American traditional artist mm -hmm. because that's what you wanted. We'll have to go back and look at it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but like I was saying, like I, the idea of it was, was okay. And when I got that first tattoo, I was like, oh shit, this is actually really sick. Yeah. And now I really, now I really, really, really enjoy the American traditional tattooing. Yeah. And I, and I like how my, my artwork's coming together. Oh, he's doing a and beautiful I, job. Yeah. And I like it and I would like it more than any idea I could have gotten from any other tattoo artist. Yeah. Oh, did I tell you that um, I texted Brian the other day? Yeah. Because I had a, a, a very vivid dream that he hurt himself oh, wow. while tattooing yeah. and that um, I ran into Kimmy in the parking lot and I told her and it was just this really long, elaborate dream. But um, I texted him to make sure he was okay. Mm -hmm. Did he hurt himself? No. He said no. he was fine, but he's actually on his way back to California to work for um, out here for about three weeks. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Where in California? Here. And, and dedicated? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, so yeah. Maybe we'll get lunch or something with them. That's what I was going to um, reach out to him and just be like, hey, you know, if yeah. you want to have lunch or dinner, you know, yeah. just hit us up. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And then I had um, the weirdest dream last night, Robert. I dreamt that Daryl and I were getting married. Really? Yeah. Wow. Which is really very strange. Yeah. Maybe it was because you were down in La Jolla and that's where he died. You know, I thought about him a lot on the freeway as I was driving. Yeah. And you know what? I always liked Daryl. And I always, you know what? I always, um, I, even though we never dated. Yeah. I, 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 he, he was always like that one guy where I'd be like, yeah, I could see myself with him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I really, really liked Daryl. Yeah. He was a really good guy. Yeah. So it was just really was weird because I don't, I don't dream of relationships mm -hmm. very often. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was a weird one. Yeah. So, um, 
Valentine's Day is coming up. Okay. And on February 1st, I'm going to start my 14 days of self-love. Okay. And I am going to post a TikTok, a reel. Oh, I think a that's short, a really good idea. Every single day until Valentine's Day of ideas on how to celebrate us as individuals yeah. and kind of be like the anti-Valentine Day kind of thing. But you're no. fighting that cultural norm of depending on another person. Absolutely. Because, I mean, I know it's really hard being single mm-hmm. because society sometimes will look at you like there's something wrong if sure. you're not with somebody. Yeah. And it gets to be really kind of monotonous around this time of year because they shove Valentine's Day down your throat. So, yeah, I'm going to do 14 days of self-love. That's awesome. And I'm just going to come up with different ideas of ways to just celebrate you as an individual with, yeah. without having to feel bad about not yeah. having a partner. That's understandable. Mm-hmm. I always think about it. I'm perfectly okay being single for the next 30 years. <laughs> well, I mean, truthfully for me, I mean, I can say that for myself, but for, for me, I, I would hope that you would be yeah. able to find somebody to settle down and have a kid. I wouldn't mind, but I'm going to be a lot more particular now. Now that I'm getting older, it's not going to be like, oh, this person has attractive qualities it's gonna be more of like i'm attracted to this person yeah well just make sure that you don't like have such high standards Mm -hmm. that you you pass up somebody that and i mean standards and i don't mean like you know you don't want to just date anybody yeah but just i know that sometimes you try to like put like these qualifications up so you don't get hurt again yeah and that's more of a defense mechanism than anything else. I see. I would disagree with you. It'd be like I, it's not comparable, and I'm and I'm not objectifying, but it's it's similar to like if you're buying like uh, let's just say like a car or something like that. You have a particular idea of what kind of car you want, right? I have a very particular idea of what kind of person I would want in a relationship, and so I'm going to, you know, th- there's certain things that I'm looking for from now on. Yeah. See, I think you should go with a feel, yeah. and I've always said that, like. Okay. If somebody, if you have like your matching energy and you feel mm-hmm. good around this person, yeah. then that's a, a person to see where that goes. Sure. You don't want to just be like, I like her hair, her eyes and the no, way she no. carries yeah, totally. herself. Yeah. So I'm going to make this relationship where no, it would no. be more like, wow, you know, we have a lot in common. Yeah. Mo- I was like, like I was saying, most of the things that I was looking for is going to be more personality wise. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, compatibility. That's yeah. a good idea. Instead of being like, oh, well, I guess we can, I guess this will work if I do this or that. Yeah. I guess more compatibility and less compromise. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think that that's an excellent way. Yeah. And I think if you open yourself up to that, you actually open yourself up to more opportunities yeah. than to be like, you know, having a checklist. Because I see horrible things on social media all the time mm-hmm. where, where people are saying, well, you have to be this size or you have to look yeah. like that in order for me to date you. And yeah. I'm like, have you looked in the mirror? There's that trend right now where it's like pros and cons of dating me. And the pro was like four or five pros and there's like 60 cons. And it, it kind of, at first I was like, oh, this is funny. But then I started like, and then I started getting really sad because like, this is how, this is how these people view themselves. They mm-hmm. view themselves with more cons than pros. And that's, that's, that can't be the case. Well, yeah. a lot of times I think it's easier for people to say something negative about themselves and something positive. Oh, okay, sure. Because a lot of times on my lives, I'm very adamant about self-love. Yeah. Because as a society, we're, we are taught to believe that self-love means you're selfish. Sure. You know, if you think about yourself or if you do good things for yourself, you're a selfish person. Yeah. And that's not necess- that's not the case. Yeah. I mean, self-love and being selfish are, are two different things. Sure. So a lot of times people are more comfortable talking about their cons than their pros. That's understandable. Mm-hmm. I guess it makes them feel a little more 
um, like humanized. Well, the thing is, is that if you say something bad about yourself, Mm. you're not going to open yourself up to ridicule. Mm. You've already said it. But if you're like, these are my really good qualities. And then people are like, you're not that. Yeah. Maybe they're chasing, maybe they're, they're looking for praise too. Mm -hmm. Because if I was like, oh, I'm lazy. And you're like, oh, you're not lazy. You're super hardworking. They're like, "Eh, yeah, there's all sorts of reasons why people could be doing it in that way. Okay. So, I mean, it's unfortunate, but I wouldn't, um, you know. Sometimes people, that's how they get their attention yeah. is by being really self, um, mean to themselves. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you want to tell me where to find us? I do. You can find Robert as Robert, Robert Pike Pike on Instagram. You can find him on TikTok and YouTube as Sherbert. 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 And you can find me across all social media channels as gray hair and tattoos. And coming soon, if you want to do some traveling with me and have some relaxing time, emotional baggage will be up and running soon. I like it. All right. We'll see you on the next one, everyone. Bye.